Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. Hey, hey, Lance Bogard Strong, one testicle. <laughs> What's good, everybody? Spence the Guru here, repping the Guru Nation. Yeah, and we are bringing back some Dynasty talk. And for this episode, we are going to be talking about some guys who are over the hill. Are they over the hill? Are they under the hill? And we're just going to kick it off. We got about, we got like six names here. We're kicking it off with Zeke and Spencer the Guru. What do you think about Zeke? Yeah, man, yeah. if we're talking about guys that could be over the hill, got to address Zeke because, man, he's definitely showing signs of that. And I'm going to go with that he is over the hill. He's just, he's been banged up too much. Had his, his efficiency's declined. He's just not the same Zeke that he was in his prime. And he's logged a lot of mileage throughout his career there in a run-heavy Dallas scheme. And that's another thing. With Dak getting paid, they're throwing more. It's a real throw-heavy scheme there. The O-line's not what it once was as far as having, you know, being able to. Mm -hmm. to and they, and they should guys too. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's just not, not what it once was over there. And so Zeke and also Tony Pollard's emerging. So Zeke is just the guy that he's declining and I don't see him going back in the good direction could be a, a steal in drafts if people catch on to that. But as of now, I think he's going to be a, a ripoff, not a good value because people are going to pay for the name. That always seems to happen. They say they're fading him, but they see the name. They like familiarity. People like familiarity. And so they're going to, a lot of people are going to play it safe with him, but I'm, I'd rather take a chance on a young guy like the raging cage and Elijah Mitchell or Travis Etienne. I'm, I'm fading Zeke for sure. I'm not messing with Zeke. How about you, Bogey? Yeah, he's over the hill. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and what's crazy is, uh, man, what is that? 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. He's going into year seven. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, season seven, you know, you know, over, what was he averaging? 300 plus touches a year. A lot of wear and tear, a lot of miles. A lot of wear and tear. And then uh, here's, here's some fun little isms to, you know, where we could say fuck Zeke. Is um, I mean, people will argue. Oh, he, you know, he was great the beginning of the year before he got injured, and then he played injured the rest of the way. But when you really dissect it, bro, he averaged like 19 points in a PPR. I think the first six weeks, five or six weeks, and but from week one to ten, he didn't he didn't top 55 rushing yards at all one time. So he had a 10-week stretch where he didn't have more than 55 rushing yards. And that's 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 not good. And he, he was averaging, like I said, 19 PPR points the first five weeks, solely based on that he was getting some catches or he would fall into the end zone. And like, I mean, having to rely on those things when you have a yeah, two touchdown dependent. Yeah. And like you're gonna rely on Zeke to like crack off like 15 yard plus, you know, touchdowns because like they weren't really giving him the ball like that in the green zone and uh you got to have those green zone touches and that was all going to like tony pollard like towards the end of the season yeah but i think a lot a lot of that does have to do with the fact that he was banged up 
Like he was, you know, he was playing on like a partially torn MCL or whatever the fuck, they, MCL sprain, whatever they was, because it could have been nothing. And then they like that. And- then like at the past two years with it, yeah. you know, he gets hurt. I mean, he's, like that. he's running with the brace on the knee brace on, like he's stone cold, but he's no stone cold. And and uh and you like I said, man, you know, I mean to, to it goes to show when he was getting all banged up with the wear and tear is that he just may be over the hill. You know, I mean? yeah, he's definitely over the hill to me. Like, I don't want any part of him right now. I mean, the dynasty leagues that I have him in, I'm kind of disappointed because I don't have Tony Pollard in those ones and i just don't want to draft them i want to leave that to someone else we were talking off air about this bogey said he'll he'll draft him after round six i'd love to get him after round six you know maybe like my second or third you know running back a guy that i don't really care about too much but he's not going to go that low like there's going to be someone who loves seeing that name zeke exactly in the fourth or the fifth round I mean, I've seen him drop as low as like the sixth round i don't think i've seen him drop into zeke or gaskin I mean, I'll, I'm going Zeke, but I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll get that. I'm, I'm that's Rich Carroll Gaskin. I'll get Gaskin like the teen round, you know, like that's the difference. Like Gaskin, like you're drafting him as a potential bench player when you, when yeah. you get him. That's a good point. I mean, listen, man, if Zeke had to run over the hill, he probably can't even do it now, bro. All right, let's get to a wide receiver. And Bogey, I want to let you chime in here first. DeAndre Hopkins, someone who you were super high on a couple years ago, but uh, yeah, how how you feel now? Uh, I mean, I I still love him. I think he's actually comes out of value over the hill. I'd say he is over the hill, but I'm still I would still fuck with him. You know what I mean? And this is why I say I think he is over the hills because now he's getting to the Julio range where he's just constantly getting injured. You know what I mean? Man, don't say that. Don't say yeah, that. Yeah, hey, well, it's two he years in a row Julio now. Rage he's done. <laughs> it's Julio. I mean, th- it's two years of that now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like with seasons. Zeke. Yeah, Zeke now that in the past two years, Hopkins. Yeah, I hate to say it, but I'm thinking he's he's past his I prime. still love Hopkins. I think if I can in a 12 team super in a 12 team single QB redraft. I'll still fuck with Hopkins in the third round, like early third type oh, shit. shit. But in a dynasty startup, I pro- I'm not touching him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's one of those deals where I think there's a good chance the Cardinals draft a wide receiver here in the first round. It could be. I'm thinking it might be Jamison Williams to where Hopkins would still shine the first half of this season. But then what if he gets hurt again? Well, then you got Jamison Williams to, to shine there. So I'm – yeah, I just I feel like with Hopkins, it's just too it's too shaky with the injuries. And while he could, he he'll still have his moments. He'll still have his moments. So he's not someone I'm completely fading as far as he's done. I don't think he I think he's got another couple of years before he becomes Julio to where he's missing half the year. But I feel like his his per game production is 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 slipping and isn't gonna pick up again. He went over uh I think he went over in the fifth round in this draft we were in, I thought that was I. Right, but like I, you know, I mean, it's just he's, he's someone that I'll never have on my team because I'm just not going to draft him where he's being drafted. Yeah, and that's what yeah, it's yeah. It's just yeah, it's kind of like the, a lot of these guys with this over the hill. I feel like we're all the time we're going to say they're over the hill because it's like their ADPs. People don't tend to react quick enough. People tend How to get suckered in. Right and see the name, and then they end up drafting him. He's around 30. I don't know if he's quite hit that dreaded 30, but he's close. 10 30 this June. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Right. He's freaking there. Is he a yep. Gemini? June what? 
June 6th. Yeah, so he is. It's crazy because, man, and then the next day is uh, Cooper Cup's birthday, the 7th. Yeah. Like, just something about Gemini's. Uh, uh, man, and y'all look out for that. It's coming soon. Hustler, you got something cooking up for y'all with, with you know what I mean, of uh, fantasy in relation to their Zodiac signs and uh, receivers that, that are Gemini's. They tend to be that guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's no, be yeah, Cup. I know he's over over twenty five, but I, he's definitely like, he's, he's turning twenty nine. He's turning. Oh, he, oh, he's twenty. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, he's he's a, it's crazy too. because I remember he like the he came out late for. He came in 2017, 2017. I think he was twenty four years old. Twenty. Yeah, years. Late. he was like that's a red. Late. He was yeah. like a red shirt. Like a red shirt senior, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, because Hopkins came out young. Looking at his rookie year, he was only twenty. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So damn. Yeah. Cooper Cup. Uh, we had yeah, but Cooper. with the mileage is another thing. The Cup don't have, doesn't have the mileage, so Cup might be able to last into his thirties. He's I had mean, a couple he, ACL tears. Yeah, I was gonna say he's oh, had yeah, a big Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing what he did this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's just amazing. Now it's really amazing looking at how amazing he did with Jared Goff. You know what I mean? That's the what's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and now he actually had an actual quarterback. He yeah. was the triple crown receiver. Oh, yep. Yeah. All right, let's get to uh, we got two QBs. We're gonna talk about one here. We're gonna go to the church of Tom Brady real quick. And uh <laughs> and bogey. Well, throwing it up to you first. Is Tom really? Brady over the hill? Do avocados still exist? <laughs> yes, they do. Then no, he's not over the hill. <laughs> Never will be. He's immortal. <laughs> oh my god! I tell you what, I think Tom Brady's actually probably gonna be a good value in these dynasty startups because people are gonna be like forty-three. <laughs> I ain't drafted him. Forty-four. 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 My bad. Forty-four. Gonna be forty-five. So people are gonna look at that like that's ridiculous. But guess what? He's still playing. At a top five quarterback level, yeah, he doesn't run, but as a passer, no, hardly anyone can beat him. He's right up there. He led the league in passing yards. I mean, and he got Russell Gage to replace Cuckoo AB. Yeah, Russell Gage is just fine as a WR three. Gronk will be back. The O lines and solid. They got Shaq Mason. Yeah, Tom Brady. No, yeah, I'm with Bogey. I don't think he. I I don't think he's over the hill. I think as long as he plays, he's worth a, a starting spot. You want to know if what I do pick, worry about? What? Is Actually, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'll remember my thought. Tom Brady, whether he's over the hill or not, could still help you win a championship. So I think he's worth one of your – I mean, where is he going to be drafted? Might be anywhere from like the 5th to the 10th, you know, somewhere. Sorry, I just took just... him in, in his super flex. I just took him in 9.04 as my third go. QB. There you go. I swear I've seen him uh, drafted somewhere like in the fifth or sixth in some of these other leagues, like maybe the height yeah. after he just came back. Because who knows? It could only be for one year. But if he goes out and flirts with 5,000 yards again, that's a QB that is going to get you to the ship. Okay, here's, right. my one, here's my one and only concern is uh, it's things that you can't control. You can't be concerned about injury or anything like that because that can happen to anyone. My one concern is Bruce Arians isn't there anymore. So, you know, it was was last year what we saw a combination of Brady with some Bruce Arians aggression 
like aggressive, you know, nature of like going down the field or you just running up the scoreboard because he had about 12 touchdowns in the fourth quarter last year. He had about 12 touchdowns in the fourth quarter with a lead. You know what I mean? But that's that's always, if you go back, like when the Patriots are really good on offense, I mean, they were like really trying to step on people's throats, you know, and I think that he likes doing that. I think it's when it comes to the playoffs and the Super Bowl and all that, where it starts getting hella conservative. So I don't even know if that would that would worry me because you still got Mike Evans. Now you bring over Russell Gage and then Chris Godwin. I mean, who knows how many weeks he actually misses like during the season, but still one of the most high-powered offenses that he's been a part of. Yeah, fact. All right, let's get back to an RB. And uh, let's go to Alvin Kamara. And I'm going to start on this one. And I'm just going to say he is really flirting with being over the hill. The reason why I don't want him this year, I mean, getting in trouble, you know, in the offseason, like, I mean, the pictures that they showed are like whooping that dude's ass and everything. All the video came out. No, not a video. It was a picture of the guy's face. With with Kamara, I'm going to say – I'm going to say he's not quite over the hill. You know, I don't really like him this year for redraft, but I think for Dynasty, he'll probably get suspended of four or six games. That could actually be good for his Dynasty value because Kamara's a guy that tends to kind of like Zeke tends to get hurt in the middle of the season. He had a, I believe, an MCL thing in the middle of, of last season, but now that he'll be suspended, he should be in midseason form right around the time the fantasy playoffs come around. So I'm thinking that this could actually having those games off might in the long run help him slightly. It's not to where he could maybe last another year or two longer type thing. Yeah. I, I, I am going to say he's over the hill. Um, last year was kind of unfair to, you know, to, you know, to judge him on. Cause like he had, the, you know, he looked, it looked like they had to figure it out with Winston. Then when they finally figured it out, Winston gets hurt like a game later. Like, remember they had the Seahawks game? Yeah. Like 12 targets. And, you know, yeah, like 10 receptions. And we're like, oh, wow, James is down. And, like, we're like, that was looking like this isn't going to go in the right direction. And then, you know, James gets hurt. And then it's it all goes downhill. But, like, you know, in a vacuum, you know, 240-ish rush attempts. It's a career high. And, you know, his yards per carry were a career low. Everything was just – low you know what i mean and like for having a career high in touches and i mean when you even when you really dissect and look at the games that he played with mark ingram you know mark ingram got in there it was it was like a it was like a a, a decent timeshare it wasn't like he only came in you know like four or five you know snaps he was in that mug you know what i mean like it was really close like he was in there like 40 40 percent you know what i mean and they re-signed him back that was one of the first things they did in free agency is make sure they brought him back so yeah. I mean, and, and, and because, Saints, Saints could draft a running back as well. There you go. Yeah. And then and here's one thing I will say too is that historically, age 26 for 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 you know these you know quote unquote workhorse slash bell cow type or bell cow slash workhorse I should say type running backs is the age of 26. That's the, that's the, the this historic decline age. He will be 27 by the time the season starts. You know what I mean? Yeah. So big consensus thumbs down there. All right. How about Keenan Allen and uh, Spencer? I'm toss this to you. All right. Yeah. Keenan Allen's a guy that, yeah, he has had some injuries uh, early in his career. Kind of like we say about Cooper cup had a 
for the ACL. I know Keenan had the, the kidney thing, kind of a lacerated kidney. Yeah, so right, right. So I'm thinking Keenan is not over the hill, and he has a great quarterback to work with in Justin Herbert. I'm thinking Keenan Allen because he's had a few nicks and bruises here and there. Hadn't had quite as much as DeAndre Hopkins, and I've compared it to they were both in the 2013 draft. And I think Hopkins' decline is going to be more severe than Allen's. I think Allen's is going to be like a slow, steady decline. Or I think Keenan Allen, I know a lot of people are fading him because of his age, but I think Keenan Allen still has at least two, maybe three more years of very strong production left in him, borderline top 12 production. And working with Justin Herbert, I don't see that changing unless Josh Palmer would come in and really step up. And I don't think Palmer's going to be much more than their third option, at least for the immediate for the future. Right, yeah. right. So while Palmer, I like his potential a lot, and maybe when Allen finally does get out of there, he could hit. But as of now, like, because we're thinking I mean, two or three years, that's a long time. That's a, that's a lot longer than people want to think with Dynasty. I mean, shoot, some of these Dynasty leagues might be poof gone by then. Hopefully yours can stay past that. That's a, the, the average goal. The average you know? The average dynasty league like lasts like two years. So, I mean, that's why I don't even put too much like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking my three-year plan. I mean, most dynasty leagues aren't lasting to year three. So, it should be like a two-year plan that everyone should be thinking on. Yeah, and if that's the case, then to me, Keenan Allen, is he, he's there. He's perfect for a two-year plan. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like Keenan Allen a lot. You know what I mean? And it ain't just who he's connected to, you know what I'm saying? Because that has a lot to do with it. But it's also the fact that like, when you draft Keenan Allen, you're drafting 100 receptions as a floor. You know what I mean? That's that's what you're doing there. You know, you're putting a guy in your lineup that's going to get you at least 100 receptions because of the because of the uh, his role in that system. You know, he, he's predominantly in the slot, and this has kind of been his role his whole career. And you know, we're getting close to it. This is his eighth year in the league. You know what I'm saying? And when you, when you look at it, he always played the slot role. You know what I mean? And uh, his injuries to me were all fluky. They're all they weren't reoccurring injuries of right. the same. Uh, he wasn't injury prone. He was injury riddled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Injury prone being like a Julio who just always draws the yeah, same the nagging lower extremity. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, the lower extremity in injuries, right? Lower leg or low, you know, ankles. What's always it was the same it, shit. it was his hamstring though that uh, when he was like, "Don't sit me for fantasy football or whatever." Yeah, the fuck but see, but. Like, Here's the thing, though. Hamstrings at that age it just shouldn't fuck with it regardless. Like, they should have just had him out. You but I think I mean? that like, I think that's where a lot of it comes back to. Like, man, he lost a lot of people on that game mm-hmm. and on that claim. Like, don't sit me. There's a bunch of people who wouldn't draft him because of that. Yeah. I mean, but he, he, like I said, man, you're, when you draft Keenan Allen, you're, we're, we're talk, you're in PPR leagues because you're watching this. Who, if you're all out there in the world, you're watching this, you know you're playing PPR. Otherwise, I wouldn't even fuck with him. No, you know, not even half point like that. I, I or maybe I guess half point. Yeah, I'd much rather out. Big Mike and non PPR. But yeah, I'm yeah. assuming this we're, we're talking. PPR. Or even a half point. You know what I mean? But like when you, yeah, Keenan Allen, pencil him in for 100 receptions. The touchdowns are cherry on the top. I don't really expect too many because there's too many. There's Austin Eckler in the red zone. There's you know Mike Williams who they constantly look for in the red zone. There's you know, they brought over Gerald Everett, who's a great red zone target for years. It didn't matter who he's with last year with Seattle or the years prior with uh, the Rams. So, you know, I mean, it's it, this is a guy, a possession look guy. This is a guy, a third down, 
uh, you know, uh, get the ball out quick. He's that guy. So, yeah, give me, yeah, give, give me, uh, I don't mind that he's on the way over the hill because you could also say Larry Fitzgerald was, first of all, he's not Larry Fitzgerald. Let me, let me rephrase this. But Larry Fitzgerald at this age, Bruce Arians was like, we're going to move you into the slot, Jack. And that actually extended his career. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Larry Fitz, man, he was still putting up numbers. Yeah, I was kind of thinking, like, yeah, who was the receiver that was actually still really productive in, mm-hmm. in their 30s like that? But, yeah, for Larry, Larry Fitz. Fitz. Yeah, like Larry Legend, man. They Because Bruce Arians was like, man, we got Michael Floyd. We got John Brown. Listen, man, we're going to move you into the slot. Because now your savvy veteranness, you know what I mean, is going to come more in handy. And, like, you know, when you're at that age – if you were an outside field stretcher, you probably lost a step or two. And like I said, Keenan Allen never really was that guy to begin with. So, you know what I mean? Like at this point in his career, he's only getting better, man. I mean, like, especially with someone like Justin Herbert, he he relies on him. He looks to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got a couple years away from being over the hill. I mean, one of the things that he's got working for him is all the different routes that he does in the route tree. He's not just going deep. I mean, he is the possession receiver. So, whether he's, you know, field stretching for 50-yard, you know, catches at a time, doesn't matter. I mean, he could be in that 10 to 15 range, you know, knocking down 10 receptions a game, and you're just going to love it. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be in that, you know, 7 to 12 range probably every single game, and the targets, it's going to be up there. It's going to be around 150 targets or something close to that. Got, hey. the, got the 17 games now, so, I mean, that extra game, it's only going to help a guy like him. He's got to stay on the field. He, uh, I mean, Justin Herbert, man, led the league in pass attempts last year, you know, 670 something. You know, I mean, that's, you yeah, know, they're like, slinging it. There's which is why I was like, I think all three of them could eat, like Keenan, Big Mike, yeah. and Josh Palmer, because they throw it so damn much. Over I mean, there. I have a little bit for Everett. Hell yeah. I, I mean, like, think about this. I, I am not opposed to having both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams in my lineup. Same thing with like a Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup, you know, just these teams that are going to throw a ton because they actually have a duo over there. Like, like, okay, I love Russell Wilson, love the idea of him. You know, you could argue that he has the best, you know, array of weapons, right? You know, in in his career, right? With what he has with the Broncos, but he ain't never, he ain't never threw over more than like 558 pass attempts in a in a year you know what i mean like yeah, he's been an efficiency guy he's been an efficiency guy so you know what i mean that's one thing i worry about like a jared judy's like if i had to choose in a redraft probably feel more comfortable going uh a keenan allen versus a jared judy but like in, yeah. in dynasty you know that's where you start like jared judy's definitely gonna get the nod here you know what i mean but And see, and even like that, where I'm thinking, who's going to do better over these next two years? I mean, that's really how I'm thinking when I think of dynasty. I mean, even though the leagues that I create is definitely going to last more than two years, but I'm trying to win a championship within those first two years also. I'm not just playing to throw away my money. So that's how we got to be thinking. I'd take Keenan Allen over Jerry Judy, but it's pretty damn close. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That is, you know, what's funny is like, the, the reason I say Jerry Judy in the dynasty started probably gets the nod is because, man, there's too much hype. <laughs> you know I mean? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Someone's going to reach on him. Yeah. Someone's going to reach on him. Yeah, I want a Jerry Judy versus Big Mike in a dynasty. Start. I got Jerry Judy in the sixth round. Felt really good about it. Nice. Yeah. How about Aaron Rodgers? Where are you, where are you taking him at, Bogey? I mean, I, I, I mean I'm, I'm willing to take him as early as, like, the third round in a super flex dynasty startup. 
know what I mean? Because by then, especially if you're in the leagues with us, people are going early QB. And that's a guy just because of age and, like, he doesn't have Adams no more. Like, like I don't think he's over the hill. But I think it's very, it's very arrogant what the coaching staff is doing. Like, and Aaron Rodgers is going to have to be the savior again. And that's probably what we would like, man. It's just Aaron Rodgers doing a ton of work. It doesn't mean they're going to win more games in reality. But, hey, man, what if what if he has to throw more? And You know what I mean? Because he is the epitome of efficiency. You know, right. right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm kind of thinking more that for – not in real life. He's not over the hill in real life. But for fantasy, I think his fantasy value takes a dive this year because he's going to not have Adams and they're going to – it's going to be more running the ball – more just ground and pound old school type football field where I don't think he's going to be putting up the big numbers like he has the past couple of years. I don't think there's any way he puts up an MVP line again to where it would yardage and touchdowns. So I just, I feel, I feel, I know Brady is older, but I probably feel better almost about Brady for fantasy purposes. Cause we know Brady's going to sling it. Rogers being the efficiency guy and not having Adams. I'm worried. It's also the system too. Like they want to run the ball a lot. You know what I mean? They do run the ball a lot. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to be able to their defense. I I really don't think like it's taking a step up. It's only going to take a step back. I mean, yes, especially considering that they finally took a step forward last year. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's about they, as far as I think they go forward because they didn't go out and get any pieces. I mean, they only lost pieces. Yeah, so, and I, I guess you do get Jair coming back. I guess that, you know what I mean, you, Bakhtiari on, the, on that line comes back because it was amazing what they did last year being banged up as as much as they were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 they're hard make, to read, man. They got to <laughs> make something happen. But I feel like Aaron Rodgers, as efficient as he is, he's still going to be slinging it. I mean, we we've seen guys like like Peyton not have the best cast around him, but still somehow you know get the stats up. And Rodgers, I mean, it sucks to say like that's why they didn't put wide receivers around him because he can almost make anyone relevant. Devontae Adams was a big hit, but Adam Allen Lazard's a bad motherfucker, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to see, right? Like, I'm curious who's going to end up being his number one, but. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is over the hill, and I think where you're getting him, you're going to get him at a really, really good discount right now. I think I'd still push the chips in on him. So they draft a rookie, right? Say they draft a rookie receiver. I still will probably want Alan Lazard later on in the draft. Like, in, like late, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because at the same time, like, when you look at what he does historically, he goes to who he trusts. And you have to earn that trust before he starts going to you automatically. And Alan Lazard is the only remaining guy right now. That he, that I think he trusts, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's why that's why I don't like the like the deal with where they traded Adams like that because now it's like if they take one maybe two rookie receivers, like they're gonna be expecting those guys to contribute right out the shoot, and Rogers is gonna be like, whoa, whoa, these guys are just rookies. I I don't trust them yet. <laughs> I don't not, like you. Not everyone could be Jeff Janis and or Geronimo Allison. <laughs> they went out and get and finally get some first rounders. Those are going to be the most talented wide receivers that Rogers has ever played with outside of Adams, who was just a hit at a second round because he's never played with a first round wide receiver. Except yeah, that's a good Bowl. point. Yeah, Greg Jennings was the, I think the last one that was back in his early years. Yeah, James Jones, he played out of San Jose State. You know what I'm saying? He won the James first Jones, the first rounder. Nah, he won. I don't think, yeah. I no. think Jennings was, but I don't think 
the Jennings may have been a second round. I don't remember. That was way long know. ago. I don't know. That's a good question, man. Oh, so like, we're going way back he, now. <laughs> I don't think he was, though. I don't think he's ever like played. Yeah, because they said it's been like 20 years since those motherfuckers drafted a receiver in the first round. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, Jennings <laughs> was second round in 2006. Oh, my God. They won't <laughs> draft a wide receiver, but they'll draft his replacement, Jordan Love. And, uh, oh, stupid, man. All right, well, let's get up out of here and uh, make sure you guys uh, are on the lookout because we're going to be bringing you some Dynasty talk week after week. This trio is going to be bringing the heat, so get ready. And, uh, Spencer, let them know where to find you. Yes, sir. Yeah, y'all can go check me out at Spencer the Guru on all social media platforms. And y'all can also check out my articles and shit on bet.nola.com. Yeah, and his articles are phenomenal, man. I encourage y'all to check that out. And uh, you could also find him as as, uh, as one of our savage hosts on the Real Fantasy Playmakers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you can find that simulcasting on the Hustlers channel as well as the GMM Network on YouTube. You could also find us on uh, all streaming platforms. You know what I mean? Shout out to us. You know, he's been making that happen for us. Uh, so, you know, definitely go out there and support the Real Fantasy Playmakers podcast. And uh, you could also find me right now every Wednesday, uh, you know, uh, for the duration of the next couple months on Fantasy News Today. You know, I mean, I'm there uh, co-starring uh, with my man, um, the Huss over here. You feel me? So, yeah, check us out, man. We doing it. Yeah, big things down the road coming on. And uh, we got the draft special that we're going to be doing. We got a 420 special that's going to be happening. It might just be FNT 420 style that we just keep going for a couple hours. But, uh, yeah, make sure you tap in. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And we'll see you next video. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? My shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my Okay, let's go smoke that joint.